You are listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia DeSouz. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hey, it's Letitia. Thank you so much. You know, I always say thank you so much for joining me. I'm always, 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 never will I not be in such deep appreciation and gratitude for you sharing space with me and for you joining me week after week after week. And for so many of you who tell me, like I have people to say, I sent this out to everybody that I know. Like, I really, really appreciate that. I appreciate all the love. And more importantly, I appreciate that I can really spend this time to be in service to you. The other thing that I appreciate is your feedback, the things that you've asked me to talk about, the things that you want to hear more about. Um, because one of the things that I do believe is that we can do this together. And so this to me feels like a collective work, you know, a collaborative work. So thank you so much for that. Speaking of which, somebody actually asked me to speak more about entrepreneurship. And they asked me to speak about like everything that it takes to create a six-figure business. And I think that's like, that sounds really ideal and it sounds great. But when I actually started out in business, I didn't start out to create a six-figure business. I started out um, focused on impact over income. I really was focused on impact over income. I didn't know what the business was going to create. But I just want to share with you just a little bit about this journey to entrepreneurship because I think through everything that we see on social media, all of the highlight reels that we hear from other people, a lot of it is just really um, glamorized and it's made to be real pretty. And while I think that it can be really, really fulfilling and life-changing and transformative, I just think that there's things that we need to be thinking about that we just don't necessarily know to think about. So I want to give it to you as, as best as I can. So first and foremost, I don't know that Everybody is cut out to be an entrepreneur, right? I don't know that the world was designed so that everybody would own businesses because if there were no employees for the businesses, where would the balance be? But that's neither here nor there. But my question to you is, do you have what it takes to be an entrepreneur? Like, do you really have what it takes to be an entrepreneur? Because that's going to be the first thing, you knowing you and you being honest with you. A life of entrepreneurship is really a life of risk-taking, a life of uncertainty, a life of problem-solving over and over and over again, and not always doing so successfully. You know, making mistakes, learning from those mistakes that become wisdom, and then you do it again. And it's, it's really like a life of risk and problem-solving. And so if you are somebody who is averse to taking risks and you like to play it safe and you like to feel safe, that is not a judgment. That's just stating a fact. Then entrepreneurship is not necessarily for you. However, I do believe that developing an entrepreneurial mind and mindset is for everybody. So whether you have a business or desire to start a business, 
Let me put it this way. I work with a lot of business owners that don't have entrepreneurial mindsets. I know a lot of people that are employees that have entrepreneurial mindsets. So I think it's the mindset and the approach that's going to be really, really so important. So if you don't have an entrepreneurial mindset, you want to develop one, whether or not you are in business or not. So there's that. What does an entrepreneurial mindset look like? So first of all, I'm not the person to tell people if you have a job, quit your job because your job is holding you back. I'm not going to tell you that because a lot of employees make more money than entrepreneurs, right? I was looking at a study. Sorry, fellas, I'm not meaning to leave you out. But women business owners on average make about $56,000 per year. Black women business owners on average earned about $24,000 per year. And then most recently, I saw a study that said coaches earned about $10,000 per year. Now, if you pair that with probably what most people are doing as employees, they might actually be making more money than entrepreneurs. So when you see people and you're like salivating over their posts and you're putting it hashtag goals because they look like they're living the life that you want to live, everything that, that you see is not necessarily what's true according to the numbers, right? But... So I'm not the person to tell you to quit your job because you could be making more money in your job than some people are making in their businesses. That's where I was going with that. But um, the one thing that I will say is, even if you do have a job, what if there is more work for you to do in the world? And what if that work is beyond the scope of what you are doing right now, right? What, what if there's some other contribution besides what it is that you're doing with your job and another contribution that you want to make into the world, that's a great opportunity for you to develop a business or for you to develop a way to get that work into the world that is not necessarily tied to what you do every day. Or it's also a great opportunity for you to do something and do for self, which is what entrepreneurship is all about, and not be sitting around waiting for a raise that you may never get waiting on somebody to recognize your value when they may never recognize it, right? So sometimes at work, when we have jobs, we're waiting on somebody to pay us for what we're worth. Well, if people paid you for what, what you were really worth, they would be out of business. Let me say that again. If people paid you what, they, what you were worth, they would be out of business. On average, you, whatever your salary is, your employer is is um, making three to five times that for having you on board. So if they paid you with what you were actually worth, they wouldn't be out of business. So you are worth three to five times more than you are currently being paid. Again, that doesn't mean quit your job, but it does mean you can create something for yourself and you are the person who determines like what that is worth and what you get for it. So I just wanted to say that about to, to quit or not to quit, right? Um, quite honestly, I don't know that most people have what it takes to not have the structure, the requirements, the check-ins, somebody looking over your shoulder. Um, when people don't have that, a lot of people don't know how to function. So that's why jobs are really necessary for people. So anyway, so those, so there's that. I just I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. But here's where I want to go with this, with the whole entrepreneurial mindset, because this is something that's really, really important. I hear people say, I'm on a fixed income. And I'm like, who, who fixed it? Who fixed your income and can you unfix it? 
So this is what I mean by this. If you are on a salary, you are on a fixed income. And so somebody has already predetermined what it is that you are worth. And so the moment you settle for that, you your whole lifestyle is subject to what somebody else has determined that your work is worth. When you put more work out there into the world as an entrepreneur where you're doing a side hustle or whatever the case may be, you can determine what that work is worth. You don't have to ask permission for that. So I'm all about unfixing your income, expanding your income, expanding the possibilities and doing what you were put here to do, even if that means you have a job plus a side hustle or whatever. Um, so that's something that's really, really important. We've allowed somebody else to predetermine and dictate how we're going to live, how we're going to live, how we're, where we're going to live, what we can afford to do or not based on salaries. And that's just because we haven't learned to do for self. We haven't learned to harness our own creative power and abilities to put things out into the world in service to other people that could then serve us financially. And if you didn't grow up in an entrepreneurial environment and you, we weren't, most of us weren't taught these things in school, you had to seek out this education in many instances, and most of us have not. So a lot of it is really about unlearning and relearning. I told you, this is not about a six-figure business. This is really about just developing an entrepreneurial mindset. So do you have what it takes to be an entrepreneur? Are you a problem solver? Are you a lifelong learner? Are you constantly learning? Are you constantly looking to add value? Are you constantly looking at ways to do something better, do something more efficient, and you're willing to take the risk to see it through? That is not you. Entrepreneurship might not be for you, but the second best thing might be what I call entrepreneurship. You might be the person that has those skills that works with an entrepreneur or with an entrepreneurial organization, and you can put those things in place doing that. But the moment you try to, to, to be at the helm and you try to be the CEO and you try to run the show, you might be stepping out of your element because you're just not hardwired for that. This is a place of honesty, knowing yourself. I can remember talking to a coach before, and she was coaching within organizations, and she felt very comfortable like being the, the the leader, the the manager within an organization, but she didn't have the same comfort level going out on her own. And I said, your entrepreneurial archetype is more of an entrepreneur. You need the structure that somebody else has created. You need somebody else to be dealing with the business, the finances, the operation, and the day-to-day. The -day. And you just need to be the person who does the work and gets compensated for that. And that's perfectly fine if that is how you work. So the other thing about that is, Understanding entrepreneurs are visionary people. Most entrepreneurs are visionary. They have idea after idea after idea after idea. So you have to understand if you are a visionary person or if you are the person who is more diligent and more of an executor. People who are visionary need to be paired with people who are executors. Otherwise, there is no implementation of the ideas. That's why, why a lot of people that have entrepreneurial potential never get it off the ground because they are not as diligent as they are creative. If you are the diligent person who is the executor, who is the implementer, a lot of times you lack vision and you need somebody to give you vision, to paint vision for you, and then you can carry it out. So you've got to know like your own strengths. This, this is stuff that I learned about myself over time. When you're first starting out though, you've got to be all of them. 
when it's just you, you've got to be all of them. You've got to be the entrepreneur, the creative, the diligent person, the admin person. Like you've got to do all of the things. But the moment you start to make money and you start to see that you have proof of concept, something that works, then that's when you want to start to outsource and bring people alongside you that are good at what you are not good at. But I find so many entrepreneurs operating in a role that doesn't serve them or that's not best for them. I work with people that they are absolute visionaries and they're worn out because they're in the granular details of the business, buried in the day-to-day, doing things that somebody else should be doing, and it's sapping all of their vision and creativity. And then people who are more diligent and more of the tactical people, when they're asked to create, when they're asked to envision, they fall short because they just want to carry things out. So you have to make sure knowing yourself is key and is crucial in this whole journey. One of the other things that's really, really important is I find so many entrepreneurs, guys, that are focused on the wrong things. I'm going to tell you what the wrong things are because a lot of times they don't know. I need to get my website up. I need to get my business cards. I need to figure out this. I need to figure out that. And I say, your, your website is not important, not at the moment. Your website is only as important as the people that are going to your website. So you have this, I know people with some of the most beautiful websites, the most beautiful business cards. Their IG looks like something out of a movie. And guess what? They don't have any clients. So you're focused on the wrong things. You're focused on the aesthetics and on the looks of being an entrepreneur and on putting all of the things in place. Logo is popping all of the things in place except clients. If you don't have clients, you don't have a business. So the first thing you want to do as an entrepreneur is figure out what it is that you're putting out to the world. And guess what? There might be more than one version, more than one iteration of what you're putting out into the world because you need to see what people respond to from you. You need to see what people respond to you to from you and what you think they respond to from you may not actually be what they respond to from you. So I'll tell you, I had more than one business going and the six figure, the way that I thought I was going to six figures, that's not the business that took me to six figures. It was what it is that I'm doing now. So I held them all loosely and just put it out into the world and allowed that to kind of unfold until I could see, here's what people are responding to for me. So if I do more of this, then I will probably get more response. And that's exactly what I did. I took one thing when I started doing mindset coaching, if you will, and business strategy, but I took one thing and I just rode the wave of that and allowed it to keep building and building and getting better with it and getting better with it and focusing only on that thing until it got me to a certain place. I allowed it to get me to a place financially so that I can invest in other things, invest in more coaching, invest in the things that I needed to do what? To keep getting better. But if I went with what I thought people would respond to for me or what I thought was going to be the thing, I would have been mistaken. So there, and again, remember I said, it's all about risk, but your website, most people don't find me through my website. Most people find me because my I have more referrals 
um, even that I can handle. And so most people are referred to me. So people go to my website and my social media to find out about me, but that is not where they find me primarily. So if you are investing time, energy, and attention and resources, being focused on the wrong things. So your website, like all of those things, your business cards. And I'm not telling you that those things are important at some point. You need clients. You need proof of concept. You need people who will pay you for what it is that you are putting out into the world. And until you have that, you do not have a business. And I really want that statement to be a wake-up call because I know a lot of people that are doing a lot of things and there is no money involved. And so this is a passion project. It's not a business. It is not a viable business until you have an exchange and you have people that are paying you for what it is that you're putting into the world. I don't care if you have your entity set up. I don't care if you have your EIN. I don't care if you have a business bank account. If there is no money flowing into the bank account, you do not have a business. You have a dream, okay? So we have to start right there. What is it that you are putting out into the world and put it out into the world in as many different versions as you need to until you find somebody that is willing to pay for it? Until you do that, there is no business, okay? Let me go to the second thing. And this one, this one just gets my undies in a bunch. This one is all about pricing. I am so glad that I followed almost none of the pricing advice that was given to me because if I did, I would be broke. I am not an advocate of pricing by what the market, what based on what somebody is doing in the market. I didn't do any of that. Let me tell you how I set my prices. I set my prices by, here is... Um, the income that I need or that I'm looking to create, right? Let's just say if it's monthly or yearly. I wasn't even at yearly. It was just like per month at that time, right? So start small with yourself. If you want to create X amount of money per month, what can you create? How can you package it? What value can you offer at that price point? And who are the people that you're going to target or be in service to at that price point? Because if you do it any other way, if you try to start at the bottom and then you start low and then work your way up, guess what? More than likely, you're going to stay low. People are going to associate you with, with bottom of the, the, the barrel, you know, basement, low prices. And so then when you go to do a price increase, people don't attach value because you started off so low. So I remember um, one of my coaches telling me it's going to be free or premium. And so she said, don't, don't go with that starting at the bottom stuff. Set your prices because there is a customer for every price point. You don't believe it? Go look for a hotel in any city. You have the, the top of the line hotels in those cities, right? And you have hotels where you open the door and you're looking at outside. You have a, a customer for every price point. And so you have to build it the way you want to and determine who you want to serve and at what price point. And you have to hold out until you figure out how to serve those people at that price point and stick to your guns. And it can be challenging because a lot of times, and this happens to me, I had somebody tell me this just um, three weeks ago. She got uh, a price a price quote for me and she said to be quite she said quite frankly I was totally shocked at your hourly rate I don't price myself hourly but she must have calculated it hourly she said I was totally shocked at that and she said what I'm gonna do is go with something she said that might have been $89 a week and I said to her I said 
I totally get that. I said the most important thing is that you get the help that you need because you're doing very important work in the world. I didn't try to justify my price. I didn't try and prove to her the value in my price because it is not her job to validate my price for me. It's my job to know the value that I add and to already have receipts that people are paying me at that price point and to hold my value. Do you understand? So I let her go and and I wished her well. But what you don't understand around cost and what a lot of people who may be looking to invest in your services if they're at a higher price point don't understand is how much is it going to cost you if you're right here next year in this same place? How much if it, is it going to cost you if you haven't made any progress? How much is it going to cost you in lost opportunity, money, peace of mind if this time next year you're right here? And I'm not saying that I'm the only person who could help you shift, but the reason why you don't want to set your prices and try to compete on price is because if people will work with you based on price, guess what? They will leave you because of price. They will leave you because of price. But when people are shopping for value, when people are shopping by other things and they associate you with being able to provide those things, then people will pay your prices. If it's hard for you to believe, it was hard for me to believe at first as well. So just trust me on this. You do not want to be the cheapest thing in town and hope that because you're so cheap, people are, you're going to be running a Walmart business, nothing against Walmart, but you're going to be taking a little bit of money from a lot of people and it's going to take you a much longer time to build your business than if you just set your price in a way that really makes sense, right? I'm not looking to work with everybody. I'm very selective about who I work with. And I know that my price point requires a certain commitment from people and it requires a certain commitment from me. And if you're not ready to make the financial commitment, I'm not ready to make the investment of my time, energy, and attention in you. And it's really okay. But I had to hold that within myself and not look for other people to validate that or lower my prices when people gave me pushback. And they will. And it's really okay, right? So pricing is huge. God, it is really huge. And, and how other people are pricing their business and what other people are doing, it is not your business. Again, there is a customer for every price point. One of the other things that I want to say is build your business in a way that is really aligned with your strengths and what it is that you are really great at. Because if you don't, it's like square in a circle where you're always going to be trying to do something that just doesn't feel true to you. If As far back as I can remember, I have always been good at one-on-ones. I've been good at connecting with people, helping people feel felt, building rapport with people and credibility and trust capital very, very easily. And so you know what I did? I took that and I built relational equity with people, built trust capital with people. And that is the way that I built my business, focused on impact and by just the virtue of that experience that people had with me, they organically shared it with other people. But I wasn't the queen of social media. I wasn't the queen of sales funnels and all of these other things that people tried to get me to to focus on. I said, no, 
I'm going, I feel like I have everything within me that I need to be successful. And so I'm going to build based on what it is that I'm already strong at. And that is, I'm not telling you that you don't hone your skills or that you don't get better, but build according to what it is that you already do well. And if you're looking at what other people do well, you're in a lane that has nothing to do with you. You're going to compare yourself and you might miss building your business or building whatever you're building in a way that is really true to you. And I built it from the very beginning, the way that I wanted to build it. I built it. I said, I will not work more with more than 12 people one-on-one. I absolutely will not because it will compromise the integrity of what I'm doing. I said, uh, I won't be working on Fridays with people. There's just certain parameters that I put around myself and I stayed true to that. And I took that to six figures and beyond, okay? So it wasn't about six figures in the beginning. It was really impact over income. But in retrospect, I can look back and I can tell you guys what it is that I did. So let's let's just recap some of those things because I want you to think about that. This is not about you being a business owner or an entrepreneur, but it's about you developing an entrepreneurial mindset. It's about if there is anything in you that you need to put into the world that is outside of the outside of the scope of the work that you are currently doing, then it's incumbent upon you to create that. You, you're waiting on other people to come and save you, to come and tell you how great you are, come and tell you you should be doing this and you should be doing that. It was given to you. It's your responsibility to nurture it, to develop it, and to put it out into the world and to get a return on the investment of everything that you're putting into the world, even if it's not your job. But if you are an entrepreneur and if you are building a business, You want to set the right price point and set it in a way that is going to be in service to you. You want to hold to your value. You want to work with people that want to work with you and trust that there is a customer for every price point and you do not have to work with everybody just because they come your way. You can hold out for your value. And I promise you, the people who value you will make your business life so much easier My clients are happy to pay me and they are happy to work with me and I am so happy to work with them. And it just makes business life so much easier. And the last point that I made was like, build according to your strengths. I play all day. I laugh all day. Yes, there's wisdom. There's insight. There's prophetic utterances. There's divine wisdom. All of those things happen. But I'm building according to the things that I am really, really good at. And I didn't try to become somebody else to build a business because I would have built something and it could have looked like it was successful for all intents and purposes, but it would have been something that was inauthentic and that it was out of integrity with me. So for all of you coaches, entrepreneurs, I know there's some realtors for all of you that are entrepreneurs and that are looking to build, those are very foundational things that I wanted to share with you. And of course, I'll share more, but those were the things that were top of mind. So keep sharing with me, keep giving me feedback. And as these things come to mind, I will give them back to you. And you know, as I always say, thank you for sharing space. Send it to an entrepreneur that you know, somebody who wants to be an entrepreneur, because we never know how we're helping one another and we never know what another person needs. Thank you so much. I love each and every one of you. Even though I don't know each and every one of you, I have love for you and have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day.